three, two, one. Welcome everybody to Rolling on Three, the first podcast for all three wheel owners, whether you're riding on a Can-Am Brica, Spider, Slingshot, even a Vanderhall. This is the show for you. Today, I'd like to welcome Butterfly from Connecticut to the show, all the way from Connecticut. I got to find out what part later. Uh, also known as Butterfly, Butterfly on Road. Butterfly, yeah. thank you to the show. Thank you for having me. So delighted to be here today. Thank you. Thank you very much. And now tell me and tell everybody, what are you rolling on? I am rolling on a 2020 Can-Am Riker Rally Edition. All right. That's what's up. And where did you get it and when? I got my rally from Mark's Motorsports in Enfield, Connecticut. And I would say I got that in 2020 okay that's yes. cool that's cool how was the process getting there was it easy or were you on a waiting list what was no it? i and you know it all happened so fast so um it was august 2020 actually because i was celebrating a milestone birthday which i will not disclose what age that is congratulations, <laughs> congratulations. thanks <laughs> So I was, you know, approaching that milestone birthday, and originally I wanted to um, go skydiving, right? Mm. And so they weren't doing the recording, so I was just like, how am I going to celebrate a milestone birthday and not get recorded jumping out of a plane? Um, so then I thought to myself, what's the next best thing? A Riker was the next mm -hmm. best thing. So I hit up Mark's Motorsports. I was like, look. I'm looking for a Riker rally. What do you guys have? Literally three days later, I had a Riker. So it was fast and easy. They took care of me. Um, it was great customer service. And, you know, I know um, later on, you know, things happen with other people, but I had a really great experience. That's awesome. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad you had a good experience. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Truthfully, most of the time, everybody I have on it says, oh, the experience was good. I mean, it's still a dealership regardless of it, whether it's cars or motorcycles. So I'm quite sure everybody has their little pet peeves that they don't yeah. like. But as long as the process was cool and smooth, yeah. I like to hear that. That's what's up. So tell us a little bit about yourself for the people who are listening. She says she just had a milestone birthday. And if you're not watching and you're listening, just she's probably just turned 30. So go ahead. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so a little bit about myself. Um, I was born and raised in Connecticut, still here. Um, I am a college graduate. I have a doctorate in pharmacy. And so when salute I'm not to you. Salute yeah, to thank you. Thank you. And so when I'm not, you know, in healthcare helping all the patients in the hospital, I'm riding on my Riker and um, promoting women empowerment, um, women equality on the road. And I'm really a big proponent of that in my field. I've been the first of a lot of things. Being a pharmacist is not a something common um, mm -hmm. amongst the women, especially women of color and um, being in management as well. I've been in management for over 10 years of my life now. Um, and so doing all of that, I'm a big proponent of pushing the women agenda and making sure we're front and center and we're doing all of those things that, you know, society may say we can't do. So that's what I'm about. A hundred percent. I like that. I am here to make sure the women riders are out there riding around and working on their bikes. I get many, many emails and 
and messages from women who say, I'm working on my bike now. You give me a tip. I, I can't. I'm like, you got it. Slow down. Yeah. Take yeah. your time. You're going to do it. It's easy. You'll learn it. You'll pick it up. And then before you know it, you're taking your whole bike apart and put together. That's what's up. That's really yep, positive. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So oh, what part of Connecticut are we talking about? Like the riding area? Uh, I will say Hartford County. That's where I'm located, but um, I'm a part of Trilogy on Three. Mm -hmm. And Trilogy on Three is a writing group, and we are three different states. So we have Connecticut, which I'm the president of the Connecticut chapter. We have Mass. King Joffrey Joe is the president of the Mass chapter. Mm -hmm. And we have E, who is the president of the Write the Writers New York chapter. And so the three of us make up Trilogy on Three. And so um, even though my core group is located in the Hartford County. We have um, members all over all the different counties in Connecticut. So okay. we, yeah, we always get up together. We actually just had a ride yesterday in Mass. So a lot of us from our um, our different areas of Connecticut got together in the central area and rode up to Mass and did like a whole, it was all day. Like, <laughs> it was all I day. Know. I know those all day rides. Yeah. I know those all day <laughs> But Since I have a comfort seat, so I'm yeah. all good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, without that comfort seat, it's a struggle bus. Trust me. Yeah, for yeah. real. Everyone's like, I need a comfort seat. Ooh, you miss it out. Yes, yeah, so I need a couch now at this point. <laughs> so tell me, now that we're on the subject, how did uh, the Trilogy on Three Riding Club come about? Well, we were members of another writing group, which I will not disclose at this time. Um, and so we were a part of that group. And so when we were at with associated with that group, we all individually decided, hey, let's have a write out. And it was called the Trilogy Write Out at that time. Mm. And so when we broke away from that association, we said, OK, what are we going to do? Well, we all the three of us were like already kind of like solid. We formed our bonds and things like that. Well, let's just call ourselves Trilogy on Three. And then that's how that was born. And so we established that in March 2020. No, mm -hmm. March 2022. Like we just right. established that new name, even though we were writing before that as our other group. Um, and now we're Trilogy on Three. I like that. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like to see other organizations breaking out and doing that. It's like more organizations, the bigger the riding clubs get and yeah. more travel and meeting new people and getting more people to ride. That's pretty dope. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Yeah, Did you, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Oh, did you ever ride before? I will say before this, I rode a little here and there on a two-wheeler, mm -hmm. um, you know, but for me and my profession and my responsibilities, I didn't think it was a good choice to kind of do that. And so when the record came out, it was really great for me because it at least gave me a sense of safety, a sense of comfort, knowing that I had more control per mm. se, you know, mm. than having to try to balance and do all this stuff. So <laughs> I understand. I understand. Yeah. No, I mean, it does give you a, a bit more sense of security, but it's still a motorcycle. Oh, so yeah. You have to, it's hard to get away from that, you know, because yeah. I rode two wheels myself and it's hard to get away from that. Oh, ah, it's like I'm sitting on some type of car, <laughs> but it's not, it's still a motorcycle. It's and, sure. I, and I still remember the first day I picked it up and I was like, ah, this is three. I ride two. And I was like, whoa, this is different. Like, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so the, so the riding in your area, right? Is there mm -hmm. a lot of motorcycle clubs, riding clubs? 
you know, groups? Do you see it a lot when you go out? So primarily in our area, there are a lot of um, motorcycle clubs and riding clubs. So as far as us being more of a riding group, I would say we're more of like the first kind of group that I've been seeing, especially three-wheel group in Connecticut. Okay. So, um, but yeah, we're most likely, we're more of a club state here. Right. But we're oh, so very... So well, you're saying like the different, like the two wheelers, they have their clubs and, mm -hmm. you know, like the Harley guys got their clubs and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Right. But do y'all link up like when it's like big bike nights or things like that? Do they, everybody comes out or is this like. Oh, yeah. They're very welcoming of the different groups and the clubs. They all get together and things like that. I personally haven't been doing that uh -huh. uh, just because everything usually starts post 9 p.m. and I'm in the bed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure, you know, that happens. But not me. I got to sleep. Hey, well, nothing wrong with that. Everybody, you know what it is with this Can-Am? Everybody has their lifestyle, right? And yeah. you ride the way you want to ride, right? It's your bike. So, you know, 8 to 80, cripple and crazy, if those are the terms you can use nowadays. But, you know, everybody has their style. So I always tell people, don't worry about it. If you don't ride at 90 miles an hour or stand on your bike or whether you ride at 40 miles an hour for only 20 minutes a day, that's your style. You know, yeah. you don't have to. It's one thing about it. You don't have to ever keep up or try to impress this. It's your bike. It's your style. It's what you want to do. It's just like everything else. It's how you want to dress, how you want to eat, how you want to play. It's yeah. the same thing, you know, and, you know, sometimes, you know, people get intimidated and they get pressured, you know, because they'll see all these certain riding groups and clubs, you know, they're out there 300, 400 deep tearing up the city. Mm -hmm. And, you know, nobody watches like the groups that just take, you know, single file rides through the canyons and things like that. And, you know, people feel pressured like, oh, if I get this bike, I'm gonna have to drive like that. And I try to assure people all the time that you don't, you don't. There's so many, I mean, so many different riding style people, so many clubs, you know, and so many you know, people with disabilities, people yeah. not, and they all getting out there and enjoying themselves. So I like to, you know, just let people know that, you know, trust me, you don't have to. I'm not a rider. I'm not a big rider myself. I started out as one when I was doing two wheels, you know, I ride all the time. Then when, even when I got the three wheel, I was out all the time, but then all this other stuff came and now I could, I barely ride. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I probably you got to host the... this amazing show, you know? <laughs> Thank you very much. And Not only the show, you know, I... you're one of the candy of stars. We all respect <laughs> you for that. Yes. Well, you know what? 99%, 99.9% of the community respects me. The yeah. other side is just their problems, not mine. Exactly. That's how I look at it. But, you know, I am blessed, I guess, starting this. And but you know what? I made all of this not for Can-Am. You know, they came after. Like, I mm -hmm. made this because I love the bike. I had a good time. And I remember when I was riding, the best, the fun was meeting other riders and, mm -hmm. and going places. So I said, you know, now I can't do it like that because, you know, life changes. You, you know, you get family and, you know, jobs and things like that. Yeah. So I was trying to figure out, well, I think this would be the perfect way to meet other riders without all doing all the riding over there. And exactly. It, it kind of worked great. out. Yeah. And, you know, people tell me, they'll be like, you know, especially I have, you know, a lot of women that come on the show 
it might be equal, but you know, I do get emails from other people watching me like, oh, I saw that person on your show and, and they inspired me, you know, and she was talking all the stuff she was doing and and inspired me to ride. And, you know, I, I just liked it, that positive feedback that even anyone gets, you know, exactly. and they say, oh, I, this person was on the show and they, they're from that area. And I linked up with them through Facebook and, mm -hmm. it, you know, it's it's you get some cool feedback. So, you know, yeah. thanks. Thanks is working out. Maybe one day, you know. I could take this, you know, national or whatever, or whatever, or maybe yeah. can or maybe can or just buy it from me. <laughs> hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, the weather, right? So in Connecticut, I'm quite sure it's the same here in New York. So you're gonna get that downtime, right? Yeah. So winter comes, it's too cold. What's your temperature? Uh, as far as the coldest. Well. Like where you say riding season for you is done. Like how cold is cold, huh? <laughs> well, uh, I would say a good maybe 52. <laughs> That's close to my number two. I actually, I have to say, I might gamble a 52. But if I see the temperatures going down, I'll be like, nah, nah. It has to yeah. be a steady 50 across the board. <laughs> yeah, because you know what? It's, you know, sometimes you'll go out and it's cold, but it's not like frosty, you know? Like there's a good cold, but then there's the frosty cold when then your fingers start getting too cold and like the tip of your nose and your ears and, it, and your toes is like, no. Like there's no coming back from that. Like I have a heated blanket just for those times when I didn't watch the weather that good and I go out and it's like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> and then you drive too fast and you get real, real cold. It's like, oh my gosh, what did I do to myself? So yeah. No, no, it's true. We had a whole, I had a whole show about temperature, right? It's cold. There's two different types of cold, right? There's cold and then there's that really, really like New York cold, I guess Connecticut cold. Everybody has yeah. their own cold. And we had a whole show about that. Like, is that really cold? Like your 50 to my 50, 50 breezy, 50 sunny. So it was pretty funny to hear like all everybody be like, oh, well, that's not, I don't think that's too cold. And then I'll see people out there, you know, when I'm in my car, and, you know, like you get that cold part at the end of the season where it's dropping mm -hmm. like the 40s and 30s. And you see guys out there in leather and, and everything. I was like, that don't work. That don't work. Yeah, not for me. You know, everybody has different, you know, temperature tolerances, right? And so I'm just not the one to be like, oh, yeah, like, you know, dumb and dumber to run the whole thing, like shivering. Like, no, that's not me. No, I can't. <laughs> I, that's It's not natural, man. <laughs> That that ain't natural. I'm yeah. sorry. I can't. I can't do it. Uh, do you guys get like? All right. So how is the enforcement? I mean, like police. Like when you guys are going out in big rises, the cops like chasing you around. Like don't stop here. Keep it moving. That type of stuff. Well, I would say um, our group we tend to ride in a single file. So we're pretty organized on the road. And so when we do have to do our own traffic control, we're really good about it. So mm -hmm. we don't get a lot of attention from the cops out here. They pretty much are good with us. Oh. But I have seen others who are not so uh, 
you know, organized and very unruly and the cops are chasing them. So you have to like, you know, it all depends on what kind of attention you're trying to seek. If you want to not get attention, you do things good, you know, so. Yeah, there is a balance, you know. Mm -hmm. you, you get what you get out in the world, right? You push exactly. That, you push that energy out, it's going to come back that way. So mm -hmm. I'm a true believer that. It's a little bit more rough in New York City because there's a big push out here because we get these I tell people all the time, you know, New York City is really not big. It's taller than it is big, right? So there's not a lot of streets out here. So, I mean, there's a lot, but it's a lot of congestion. So yeah. I tell people, you know, when New York City gets their certain things or their certain agendas that they must address mm. because the masses say, so this is motorcycle. We're going to get them this summer uh, situation. But, you know, I mean, if all your stuff is legit, it's really nothing you could do, right? I mean, exactly. as long as you're not, you know, riding on sidewalks and things like that, mm -hmm. it's just pretty much just being stopped. Say, Here, here's my paperwork, and that's it. You know, it's it's the ones who don't have or the ones who are not up and up have the problem, and they have the largest voices, and they, you know, they scream and yell the most. And yeah, you know, I mean, like everybody else, you're gonna encounter some type of enforcement no matter what you're driving right so yeah exactly. you got everything you know and you're legit it is what it is you know that's how i think of it mm -hmm. i agree so is the can-am for you commuter or recreational or a little bit of both i would say more recreational i um would like to you know make it more of a commuter but because of how i have to dress for work that's not an option so mm -hmm. I'm trying to convince my um my higher up to allow me to wear scrubs on Fridays, so then I can at least wear you know ride it on Fridays. <laughs> that, that's pretty cool. You have a motorcycle scrub Friday day. Why yeah, not? why not? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty dope. So now let's discuss. So every what everybody wants to know mods, right? So how much money have you spent already? Now. You don't have to say if your husband is sitting over there looking at you and ah! saying, what? I'm, what? How much? So, you know, but if you can, let us know, because we like to talk about mods here. Well, um, I'm sure you have seen him. So my <laughs> husband is A.O.H. Trevlo. Yeah, that's my guy over there. Yes, I follow him. So he's out doing yard work at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say we both have spent a lot of money together and we each are responsible for our own Riker mod uh, funding. So, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So yeah, what do you have? So I'm thinking about two to three G's maybe each. <laughs> it's just I have to no. respect, I'll respect that number. That is actually a very respectable number. Actually, yeah. <laughs> on average, no, no, you're actually there because on average, they're averaging about $3,500 per owner. Can you believe that? Okay, yeah, I believe it because it's happened. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So what do you have done now? Um, let's see. How do I, I don't know. There's so many things, but the biggest thing is we did um, the airbox mod where we added the KN filter. Okay. Uh, we both have exhausts. He has a silver turbo, and I mm -hmm. have a trail performance. Mm -hmm. And you know we have the lights, and you know all the um, let's see the stuff from Sling mods, all of those different stickers, and you know it's just lights. 
Yeah, we have lights. <laughs> we have, uh, I don't even know, <laughs> just so many things. <laughs> Comfort seat, lights, max yep. mount. Yep, yep. Max, max mount. mount. Okay, uh, max mount. Passenger seat. Passenger seat rims. No. Rims. Yes. yes, we have. We had our rims powder coated, so he powder has green coated. and I have teal. Okay. How was that? How How did that work out? How was that? I haven't done mine, so how is that process? Oh, it's pretty easy. We have a local guy here. He actually does like you know. I kind of found him, and now he does all the records in Connecticut now. Um, pretty easy process. I mean, you can bring him the whole tire. He'll take everything off, mm. do your rim, and bring it back. It's like um about a week time turnaround. Okay. It's pretty affordable. It's like a hundred dollars a rim. Oh, okay. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. How about uh windshield? Uh yep, windshield. Windshield, I love it. That's my favorite upgrade. Yes. Favorite yes. upgrade. Music? <laughs> Music? Uh no. We do no. not have speakers. Never. I like to, you know, have my own kind of mind space when I'm riding. I don't want everyone in my world. Like I already do enough of that during the weekday at work where I have to like deal with a lot of things. So when I'm riding, I like to be in my helmet in my own space. No, I'm kind of the same way. I'm not into music. I have like a little speaker on there for like, you know, like little downtime. But when I'm riding, yeah. I like the sound of I like the sound of my exhaust. Like I'm I'm into loud pipes. But I, I wear earplugs. Mm -hmm. But I like loud pipes. I just want to hear that that roar of it. Shout out to my man RLS Exhaust for providing me with the top exhaust of the Can Am Riker. You know, just nice. you know, I gotta plug my guy there, my man yeah. Ricky. So if anybody wants an exhaust for their Riker and they're watching, hit the link below, get 10% off my man RLS. You know, I throw a little commercial in here every once in a while. But yeah, yeah, I'm into I, I can't do all the music while I'm right. I'm like, I don't want to concentrate on that. I want to concentrate on, and I know after a while it just becomes background noise anyway. I just yeah. like to hear the, I like to hear the bike. I like to hear mm -hmm. the wind. You know, I like to, I like to hear the road. Sounds weird, but I guess it's like my therapy. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a way of meditation. Like, so if they mm. actually did a meditation soundtrack where I could just hear an exhaust, ugh. That would be amazing. <laughs> hey, man, you got to think about that, man. You know, you'd be surprised. You, people watch fish for 10 hours on YouTube. Why not listen yeah. to your exhaust? Yeah, I would definitely be looking into that, just hearing that. So, yeah. look, okay, so I'm visiting now. I'm in uh, Connecticut. I'm, I say, I came down from who knows, Canada. I'm riding down. Mm -hmm. We on our Rikers, we hit Connecticut. Where are we going to chill? Like, first, where are we going to go to eat? Ooh, where are we going to eat? We're going to park our bikes. Like, you know, I'm traveling. Where am I going to pull up and get some food? Well, um, if you're looking for a variety of food, there is a place out on in New Haven where we have a bunch of food trucks. And there's like a variety of food there. So I would probably bring someone there only because you have so many options. They also have a place called Parkville Market in Hartford. And that's not outdoors, more of an indoor place, but it has really great outdoor seating. And sometimes they have live music. And so there you can, there's a lot of different food there as well. So we're going to go to some place that gives you a lot of options. Absolutely. I like to give that for people, you know, because, you know, we talk, I mean, talk to people from all over the country and, you know, you have those people who travel 
all over the country. Mm-hmm. So I like to give them a little something like, oh, yeah, I heard about that spot. We're here. Let's go check it out. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's why I just give them a little something to, um, you know, something to visit. But, oh, and uh, shout out to you for your Can-Am on road feature. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Did Can-Am hit you up or was it just a surprise? It was a surprise. They hit me up afterwards just to say, hey, you know, we posted you on this thing. They sent me the story. I was like, oh, thanks. (laughs) That's what's up. No, that's great. No, shout out to all the women riders. Uh, Women's International Ride Day was last week, right? Last week, about a week ago. I saw all the pictures, the women out there riding. That's dope. Yeah. You know, I saw Can Am do a big push to, you know, promote all the women out there on their on their bikes. That was dope. That was actually dope. How many miles you got on that bike right now? How many miles? Great question. I would say I should be up to about six thousand or so. Maybe a little bit more. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. That's good. That's good. I mean, it, there's it's it just varies. You know, I never. Mm-hmm. No one's ever said I got five. You know, so it's usually. <laughs> no one says, well, I just got like three miles. I picked it up from the deal and I hadn't rode it. You know, like everybody's like pretty consistent. I very rarely do I get somebody on here like, yeah, 60,000. I'm like, what? I don't even have 60,000 on my car. Like, <laughs> I can't do 60,000. I hope it was a comfort seat. 60,000 miles on that breaker seat. Yeah, you had to go through two conferences, I think. Oof, that's a lot of riding. That is a lot. But, you know, that's that's pretty much on average because, like, you know, in Connecticut, New York, you know, we don't have that 24, uh, 365 day. Yeah, exactly. You know, sunny Florida weather, you know. So I tell people all the time, you know, we don't get to ride like that. And And in NYC, you know, it's just... We don't have that much open road if we have any. Yeah. So it's not like you could just get out and be like, yeah, I'm a ride to the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're going to send traffic in the city, you know, exactly. to get there. So it's not like you really have to balance the time and where you're going to get that. Okay, I could ride a little bit, you know, but there's so many speed cameras now and red light cameras. And now New York City has a. Uh, audible cameras so really yeah if your exhaust is too loud it takes a picture of your bike yeah and it sent your bike or your car and it sends you an environmental noise complaint which is not like a regular ticket trust me yeah it's more like a fine wow yeah, well, I wonder what kind of things I'm gonna rack up when I come out there for Juneteenth. <laughs> well, you know what? There's gonna be so many bikes coming through. I don't think they're gonna be able to catch everyone when you guys are at the at the light. But yeah, it's 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 becoming a, a it's becoming a problem. And how are guys are going to, you know, I guess combat this because they're not gonna change their loud exhaust. So I I did a little show on it and people were commenting like, oh, well, you know, you you can't catch you got to prove it was me. And I was like, man, New York City doesn't have to prove anything. You have to prove you're innocent. Mm -hmm. I'll give you the ticket. Come fight it. It's up to you. You know, I tell people you don't have those options. Like it's different. It's different out here and it's getting worse, you know, but I still love New York and I still love sitting in traffic on my Riker regardless. No matter yeah. how many times I get hit in the rear or oh, man. I have to exhaust, I have to sit in the heat and 
experience all that exhaust in my face. But oh my goodness, yeah. Man. If you had to describe your Can Am Riker experience in one word or one sentence, what would it be? One word or one sentence. I would say it's been empowering. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. very empowering. I think for me, um, you know, a lot of the reason why I go by Butterfly is just the entire experience of transformation and becoming the person I am today with everything that I have experienced in my life. And so even with the Riker, it's given me a, I would say a way to kind of just be that person kind of like ties everything together and just allows me to, you know, kind of like step into my power and kind of just be that all-encompassing woman, you know, like, yeah, I'm a badass. Hey, like my shirt, beauty, badass brains. It ties everything together. And so, you know, no, that, like that's that. what it's been for me. <laughs> I no, I like that, man. That's really, that's really, really good, man. I like that. So uh, people that know, well, want to know you or want to know Butterfly, tell everybody what you got going on, rods, your Instagram, contact promotion, what you're doing, t-shirts, just let everybody know. Tell us, tell us all about that. All right. So here's my pitch. No. <laughs> That's what so, people come here for. Yeah. So you can find <laughs> me at, on IG at Butterfly On Road um, for all your Riker kind of content. I also have my other page is more for, you know, my, I would say my spiritual and kind of like that kind of area. My alter ego, because I have two. I have Butterfly on Road, and I have also at One Badass Butterfly. You can catch me on both of those, depending on what kind of content you'd like. Um, as far as t-shirts, I have t-shirts such as this. We also have um, our Trilogy on 3 stuff, where you can kind of follow that through Butterfly on Road, or at Trilogy on 3, or at Trilogy on 3 CT. So you can find all of that stuff there. Oh, what about my husband? So my husband. (laughs) Yeah, I want to get him on the show next, but go ahead. Plug him in. Plug him in. We'll get him on the show. So he is at AO underscore it's underscore Trevlo. Uh, We also have a another movement called Make Positive Movement. So that's at Make Positive Movements. And so we also have T-shirts, merch there as well. Um, because, you know, we're all on the positivity train and we, you know, we promote a lot of togetherness, positive positivity. And, um, you know, we're just uh, overall, me and him, we're forcing we're together. And so, yeah, we're all about positive vibes. That's it. Black love, y'all. Black love. So, <laughs> um, listen, I'm going to have all butterfly stuff posted below in the link so if you you're interested and you're in the riding area you live interested or you're in the connecticut area you're looking for some people to ride out with you'll have some links there so you can hit them up of course you can find them on instagram but everything will be listed below it'll be all a clickable link for everybody so if you guys don't know me already i'm keith hammer host of the first only and the best podcast for all can-am riker owners and spider and slingshot i haven't had a slingshot yet or a fan to hold but either way you can find me on ig as the shadow black Riker. you can find me on you can find rolling on three on twitter twitch um 
oh man, I always forget Twitter, Twitch, <laughs> uh, uh, YouTube, Rolling on Three Wheels. You can email me, Rolling on Three Wheels at Gmail. I got to write this stuff down so I can just read it. <laughs> rolling on Three Wheels at Gmail. That's the number three. So if you want to be on the show, hit me up. I mean, it's real easy. Send me an email. We'll work it back and forth. It's hard to hit me up on IG. I use my IG to fix bikes because, you know, IG, I am Shadow Black Riker, known secretly as the Riker Doctor. So yeah. don't email me to get your bike fixed. You have to go through IG to get the bike fixed and customized. <laughs> for, the, for the podcast, you got to hit me up on my email. <laughs> and if you want to just leave comments and everything, use my YouTube rolling on three wheels all spelled out. All right. So that's how you contact me. And all the information on how to contact Butterflies on the show on the bottom of the link. So thank you for being on the show. This was great. I had a great time. Um, Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. That was great. I'm glad the positivity for the women riders and just positivity to women at on the blanket scale. That's what I'm all about. And you know, I have one more thing to add. Go ahead. All right. So my last thing to add is, yes, Trilogy on Three CT, we are a mixed group of male and female. I just happen to be the president. but That's okay. Men can come along as well, because I think um, at one point in time, someone said, oh, that's a girl's group. No, we are a mixed group. So please, everyone come on. We have plenty of men for the guys. Okay. That's it. (laughs) <laughs> you heard it. You heard it. Don't don't be don't worry about it. it's a female president. Just go ride, right? Exactly. As they say, ride. just go ride. Don't worry about who's in charge. Just go out there and have a good time. Exactly. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This was great. I had a great show. I'm definitely gonna have her back after she puts some more miles on that bike. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>